So a friend emailed me over the weekend uh, a link to a video saying, you've got to watch this. And I did. And I am so glad I did. I've been waiting for somebody like this for a moment like this. The video was of uh, Tatiana Ibrahim. Now, she is the mother of a young girl who goes to public school in Putnam County, New York, north of New York City. Tatiana goes before her local school board and she strikes back. She strikes back at the insanity of critical race theory. She strikes back at the insanity that some schools are teaching hatred of police officers. She strikes back at the insanity of cancel culture. Now, ordinarily, we would take a video like this and splice it up into a couple of sound bites. I can't do that right now. You've got to watch it in its entirety. If I could show you Paul Revere's speech, I would not cut it up. So it's about 10 minutes long. I think it's worth every second. I think you're going to like it. I think you might be inspired by it. Tatiana Ibrahim before her local school board in Putnam County, New York. Good evening. My name is Tatiana Ibrahim, and I'm here for the first time. I'm here tonight not only as a community member, but as a parent in this district. Recently, you sent out a survey wanting to know why parents were not voting yes for this budget. So my, my situation, my vote for no is a little different. I think the Board of Education and those sitting on the panels are thieves. I think they're liars and have committed treason against our children. My message to this district and the members of the Board of Ed, stop indoctrinating our children. Stop teaching our children to hate the police. Stop teaching our children that if they don't agree with the LGBT community, that they're homophobic. You have no idea each child's life. You don't know what their family lifestyle consists of. You don't know the makeup of their, of their life. You have children like mine who is Muslim and I'm Christian and everyone would think they would never believe that of her, right? Because the way she looks, or according to Miss Cyrus, she's too pasty white. We're, we're not allowed to use names. If you have something you'd like to discuss about a specific person, you can call the superintendent or leave your info for her to call you tomorrow. Why are we not allowed to discuss names? Why am I not allowed when they purposely themselves expose themselves on social media talking about calling for the death of a former president or saying that any child that doesn't believe in Black Lives Matter should be canceled out. Is this what my tax dollars is paying for? You're teaching my children and other children that if they believe in God Almighty, they're part of a cult. These educators put their own names out there. We have Mr. Barry who took it upon himself with Miss Cyrus to create a curriculum. That should be it. Do you want the proof? I have the proof. You created a curriculum of Black Panther indoctrination. Ma'am. You use taxpayers' dollars. Can I ask you one more time? I, I, I have no issue hearing what you have to say. But why, are, why can we not let the public speak? 
Why can't we let the public know that you're teaching our children to go out and murder our police officers? Do you want the proof? I have the proof. Is that what scares you, the proof? That a parent actually standing up against all of you? Is that what scares you, to call out the names of these people? You work for me. I don't work for you. You have a duty. We are entrusting our children to you. We teach our children morals, values, when they grow up to commit crimes and end up in prison and kill a police officer. It's our fault? No, it's your fault. You're emotionally abusing our children and mentally abusing them. You're demoralizing them by teaching them communist values. This is still America, ma'am. And as long as I'm standing here on this good ground earth of God, I will fight. And I'm not, this is not the last of me you will see. I'm retired. I have nothing else better to do. We can do it peacefully or we can take it to the highest courts because you know and I know I'm not the only parent fighting us all across America right now. Schools are trying to poison our children's minds, teaching them about things that they have no right to be taught in school. So, so normally, I'm just going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to just give you just a feedback for a moment. I have no problem having a peaceful discussion. This is not a peaceful discussion. No, that's your opinion. See, here we go again. This is peaceful. To me, this is peaceful. Well, I'm not burning, looting, and murdering. This is peaceful. I did not accuse you of that, but I I don't have a problem having a conversation with you, a peaceful conversation, which is this is not. $6.95 per child in the middle school to buy a curriculum from readtome.org that wasn't even approved by the, by the Board of Ed. The administrators took it upon themselves to buy these books with taxpayer dollars while COVID is going on. How many families are struggling to pay their mortgages? Listen, by all means, you want to teach kids these things, fine. Don't do it on my dollar. Don't infringe on my religious beliefs. Don't infringe. Do you know who makes up the majority of this district? Children from police officers' families. Blues. Back the blue children. Do you know what these children feel like when they come home? Have you spoken to them? No. You're silencing them. This whole cancel culture, you're silencing the children. Where are their rights? They have no rights. Because if they don't believe in the indoctrination, the demonic, twisted, sneaky, vile acts and and, and, and education, if you call it that, that you're teaching our children, they don't agree with that. They're either homophobic, they're part of a cult, they, 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 they're racist. What, what's, what's racist? Who defines racist? Why? Because I'm, do you know what race I am? Do you? You don't. You don't even have a, a, an idea. I could be black, I could be white, I could be Asian, you don't know. Who are you to determine that? Who is anyone to determine that? You know what? Children in the school system, children like other children, they don't look at color. Black and, chil- black and white children, Hispanic children, you know why they get along? Because they don't look at each other's color. So you're the racist, not them, not us. You're judging and dividing. You're causing segregation. Everything that we fought for, everything that I fought for for years. So you have the right to stand here and tell me I'm not allowed to mention a name when the person, the Mr. Barry and Miss Cyrus themselves, you have ELA teachers giving out uh, assignments on police murder to police are bad. Uh, you want the proof? Okay. Because we have it. 
So what policy do you have that teachers are not allowed to go on social media and indoctrinate? They took an oath, a responsibility, and they're, they're, they're going against everything that they stand for. End. Well, end. I understand. End it? it I end it? I have to end it? So why? I, I, why? You're on my dollar. Why? Well, actually, I, I, I work for nothing doing this. Oh, you work for nothing. Oh. I do. This is a volunteer position, number okay. one. It's number still two. my taxes paying for everything. I, that, I, I this podium is every taxpayer's dollar here. Uh, we have rights. We have rights. And, and you're making general assumptions? No, I'm not making assumptions. I'm not. I know what I'm speaking about. See, you know I don't I'm agree not, with you, engage. so it's an assumption. Well, I'm not going to engage in a back and forth with you about this. So if you would like to make an appointment, I would be happy to sit with the superintendent. I don't, I don't want to. The superintendent, uh, the assistant superintendent already sent an email and stated that they had no idea that these books were being put on, in, in the students' hands. The superintendent already stated that they had no idea that the funds of taxpayers were supporting this. Black Panthers, do you know Black Panthers is a domestic terrorist group? Do you know that it was, it was, it was condemned as a, as a terrorist group? Do you know they kill cops? I have a problem when you're trying to kill a police officer. I have a big problem with that. I have a problem when teachers are passing out flyers, recruiting children to go to, to the courthouse, to protest Black Lives Matters, when you have people sitting with, with, with signs that says all cops are bastards. Really? All cops are bastards? No, I think you people are, because the way you're acting yeah. and the way you're treating our children and our police officers yeah. and making them believe that it's okay to abuse them, I'll be damned if I'm going to sit here and yeah. let you do that. You, you, no, you I'm, I will become your worst nightmare, because I'm going to stand here and keep fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. Thank you. And if not, um, we, I can actually go out, get signatures. What happens if we stop paying school taxes? You're going to arrest all the community, the majority of the community? No, I don't think so. This won't be the last of me. I want everyone to know what's going on because you're hiding it. You're hiding it. You know who does that? Communists do that. That's what you're doing, recruiting children. Children. You're recruiting children to hate our police officers. How dare you? You have a librarian in the high school passing out Black Lives Matter pins. When a student asks for a blue live, why would I have that? Why would she have that? What did you do for police, police week? Why don't you tell me, sir? What is it you want to tell me? You've had your two minutes. I don't need two minutes. I can, I can go as long as I like. No, that's not the board. No? Oh. Who, where does it say that I can't? Is there a law against that? We do have policy. a policy. A board policy. Who, who makes these board policies? The board. The, the board. board. And who pays the board? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody? The chair you're sitting on, we pay for it. The lights that are on, we pay for it. We pay for everything. You want to silence me because I spoke the truth. I spoke the truth. Everyone out there heard me. Whether they agree or they don't, they're going to start looking into it. And now you're, go now you're exposed. That's all. It's going to end. This indoctrination and hatred towards our police officers, this systematic racism and cancel culture, it's going to end. You came to the wrong school district to do this, okay? You need to respect every child. So therefore, no politics should be discussed in school. Rather, whether it be conservatism, democratic, liberalism, you gave a, 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 a survey after the elections. Why? Why did you ask students who they voted for? What did it matter? No answer, huh?
You have no answers for me. I, I didn't expect an answer. That's okay, though. We'll get them some way or another. Same way you can't show us where all our money goes, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Thank you. Her name is Tatiana Ibrahim, and she'll be joining us in just a little bit. I think everybody should go on social media and follow her right now. She's active on Twitter, Tatiana Ibrahim5. That's her Twitter handle. This is still America, perhaps my favorite line, but I loved it. Were you inspired? I was. We've been waiting for something like this. Stay with us. We'll meet her. We'll get some other good stuff as well. Be right back. It's our America. We conquered it. We built it. Great values like honesty and fairness. Great courage. A great nation needs a free press. Newsmax is it. 30 million Americans regularly go to Newsmax when they really need to know. They watch Newsmax TV at home on the free Newsmax app. They go to Newsmax.com. Start today. Newsmax is real news for real people. Have you checked out the Newsmax Daily Podcast with me, Rob Carson? You get daily news, insightful commentary, and believe it or not, comedy. Check it out wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts or at NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. All I can say is that the fake news just doesn't get it, do they? And here's proof. So, President Trump uh, delivered a speech. Only his second one in about four or five months. This is a big deal, all right? It is. He is a huge political force, whether you like him or not. I happen to like him. Anyway, interesting, Newsmax carried the speech live when he delivered it. By definition, it's news. Look at what the other cable networks did. MSNBC, CNN, even Fox. They did not cover this obviously newsmaking speech live. Only Newsmax did. Proud to work here. You know, interesting. When he was running for president, everybody covered every single move of his. 2015 and 2016, they could not get enough. So this is not about um, the merits. This is not about newsworthiness. This is about the media colluding to stop him, to hurt him. Why would they do that? Lots of reasons, probably, and some of it might be personal. How about that Fox News, huh? Not showing his speech. Could it have something to do with Rupert Murdoch having a grudge of some type against uh, another billionaire, Donald Trump, or former Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan, who is now on the board of News Corp, the company overseeing Fox News? I don't know. I don't like it. And I think more people should just join us here on Newsmax, okay? We're not afraid to... Uh, talk about Donald Trump here. Uh, now, some highlights from that speech. I do recommend everybody watch the entire thing, but if you don't have time for that, uh, he went off on Fauci. And Dr. Fauci, who I actually got along with, he's a nice guy, he's a great promoter, you know? Not a great doctor, but he's a hell of a promoter. But he's been wrong on almost every issue, and he was wrong on Wuhan and the lab also, very wrong. For instance, Fauci, said, do not close our borders to China or Europe. But I did it anyway. And months later, he said, I made the right decision and saved thousands and thousands of lives. He said it was the right decision. 
Fauci said powerfully at the beginning, no masks. You remember that? No, masks don't work, masks don't. And then he went into masks, and then he became a radical masker. But Fauci has perhaps never been more wrong than when he denied the virus and where it came from. Okay. Also, Hunter Biden and his relationship with China and the Bidens in general and their relationship with China. We must never forget that Joe Biden and his family took millions of dollars from the Chinese Communist Party. They bought them off. They flagrantly lied about it to the American voters. Uh, if you remember, it was a big deal at the time, and then all of a sudden it was canceled. They didn't want to talk about it. The big tech and the fake news media didn't want to talk about it. It's true. Uh, I should point out that News Corp, we were complaining about them earlier, their newspaper, the New York Post, did some great original reporting on that score. Uh, how about just, you know, unfairness to President Trump and covering for Joe Biden, even on the little things? Do you ever notice when uh, he had a hard time going up the stairs on the plane? Nobody talks about that. Nobody talks. The news didn't cover it. Not one network covered it. Well, I call it the triple fall. It was the triple fall, and nobody covered it. Actually, we did. Uh, look at this. One, two, three. The triple fall. He had a lot to say about Joe Biden. The Biden administration seems to be putting America last. You look at these negotiations where so many bad things have happened. We're in a different world than we were in just a few months ago. Yet there's no better example of Biden's failed agenda than the catastrophic, and you look at it, what's going on at the southern border? But the border is just the beginning of the Biden disasters. As you know, we handed the new administration the greatest economy in the history of the world. All Joe Biden had to do was sit back and do nothing, and it was taking off like a rocket ship. Nobody's ever seen it. Between the economy and all of the other things we did, the border, Instead, the economy is going to hell and inflation is going to cause a catastrophe. The Biden administration has been one shameful and embarrassing foreign policy disaster after another. Slightly different energy there. He was speaking before uh, Republican conventioneers. It was a convention, essentially, in North Carolina. It wasn't like a rally, but it was interesting. You may want to watch the entire thing. Now, Joe Biden, as you know, has praised Black Lives Matter. He is engaged in the kind of rhetoric that has uh, stigmatized cops. He's done that. And this is the result of some of that rhetoric. Take a look at this from Chicago not too long ago. Horrendous, vulgar, disgusting, but in a weird way, logical. After a year of lying about cops, stigmatizing cops, this is the result. And in Minneapolis, a police-involved shooting. Now the logical response is rioting. That's what we have here. U.S. Marshals open fire on a man, uh, Winston Smith, and uh, he died. But the community's reaction before they know any of the facts is to riot, is to riot. This is where we are, having a ludicrous conversation, mostly about race, to avoid having a serious conversation. Here, right here, we're not afraid to have that serious conversation. 
And because black lives do matter, the Black Lives Matter movement only thinks they matter when a black life is taken by a white cop. No, they matter, including the life of 10-year-old Justin Wallace, 10 years old, shot and killed Saturday in Queens, New York. He was inside his aunt's home while there was a barbecue going on. Family had spent the day at the beach before going back to the home for a party. Gunman captured on surveillance video walking up to the front of the house and firing several shots through the door. Shooting believed to be part of a long-running neighborhood dispute. The father is heartbroken. He spoke to local news. The pain, what I'm feeling right now inside me, I can't express my, I can't deal with this. You understand? I have lived with this for the rest of my life. Is it too young for that? You don't leave him life yet. You don't let him alive. Turn him over. I see all his clad blood on the ground. And then all I could have heard from my son one at a time, I hear him. <gasps> I said, oh, my God. Ten-year-old Justin Wallace shot and killed Saturday in Queens, New York. Absolutely horrific. There is a silly conversation taking place in America to avoid having a serious one. And I am so glad that Tatiana... Ibrahim is joining us. She is not afraid to have that serious conversation. You saw at the top of the show her performance, her speech before the school board, and she'll be joining us in just a few moments. Uh, Tatiana, welcome, and we'll be right back. Children in the school system, Children, like other children, they don't look at color. Black and, black and white children, Hispanic children, you know why they get along? Because they don't look at each other's color. So you're the racist, not them, not us. You're judging and dividing. You're causing segregation. Everything that we fought for, everything that I fought for for years. That's Tatiana Ibrahim before the school board in Carmel, New York. Uh, that video is going viral, slowly but surely. Big tech, not necessarily on our side. Tatiana joins us right now. Congratulations. That was so amazing. How are you tonight? I'm well. Thank you, Greg. How are you? Terrific. Uh, what has the reaction been like so far? Gotten a lot of support. A lot of parents coming out, all different parts of the U.S., a lot of support from my community, moms coming out of everywhere, children, Dads, a lot of support. You know, there was something about it. Um, I, I found myself becoming almost emotional at the end, and I know a lot of other people feel the same way. Can you tell us a little bit first about your daughter? You referenced her. Um, what grade is she in? And tell us a little bit about what she's been going through, please. So my daughter is amazing. Um, she is, she is uh, a sophomore at the high school, she's in 10th grade. And she's very, um, my daughter was being taught to be tolerant. Um, she was taught to, you know, at school to be tolerant. And at home, we were teaching her our, our, what we believe in as a family and as a unity. Um, and she was going to school and they were just telling her different things. Teachers were telling her that if she didn't agree with LGBT, you know, it's it's bad. You're not good. Telling her friends it's homophobic if you don't agree. And you know, she was made fun of um, when she was in the middle school. She was told she had shorts on, and they told her 
She shouldn't be wearing it because she's too pasty white. How do you tell a child that? You know, they, they didn't want her hanging out with different ethnicities. They were telling her, well, you're privileged. You know, and she was confused, but I don't understand. You know, my parents, my dad works so hard and what's going on? My grandfather, retired police officer, worked so hard and she couldn't understand that, you know, and it was very confusing. And we went through a lot, very emotional. Um, it, it really shut her down for a while. And she wasn't the only one, you know, her friends were going through the same thing and they just so confused mom and dad or guardians teaching me one thing and going to school. It's all getting erased. Well, it's happening nationally, as we know, an absurd conversation about race, I believe, to avoid having an important one. You came out, uh, you meant business as soon as you got to that podium. These are the first, uh, I think, 30 seconds or so of your presentation before the board. I'd like to play that, please. I think the Board of Education and those sitting on the panels are thieves. I think they're liars and have committed treason against our children. My message to this district and the members of the Board of Ed, stop indoctrinating our children. Stop teaching our children to hate the police. Stop teaching our children that if they don't agree with the LGBT community, that they're homophobic. It's pretty intense. And uh, look, you told me about support from across the, the country. What about the board? Are they moving? Are they, are they uh, willing to work with you on this? Has anybody on the board come to you and said, you're right? So no, Greg. So at the end of the meeting, I approached the superintendent and assistant superintendent, and I handed them the proof that I had in hand. And I was told, okay, we will contact you, we'll get a meeting going. Um, it should be no later than a week or so. And nobody reached out to me, nobody called me. Answers, uh, questions are still being unanswered. They're just not, they're not communicating. You know, I really thought that they were going to be receptive and try to work with us. Nothing, nothing, because we exposed them. You did call them. Uh, by the way, we reached out to the board. Uh, we got through to them. We talked to people up there. Uh, they said they would try to get back to us. They did not. Uh, you mentioned that they're thieves. Uh, how so? Where's our money? They, they're asking for $133 million and change. We have a COVID relief package that I, I believe was, I don't know, $23 million and change monies from last year's budget. Where's our money? Children don't. In the Carmel School District, the high school, there's no central air conditioning. They want buses. We have enough buses. They went, they did a sneaky, undercover, quiet, hush-hush job, renting property, $5,000 a month, didn't tell the public, didn't ask the, the, the tax dollars. Yep. Even our town supervisor didn't know. And now the property has liens and they want us to fix it. There are some books that have been assigned. One is One Crazy Summer and the other Ron's Big Mission. This certainly isn't a Catcher in the Rye or To Kill a Mockingbird. These are books that you're familiar with. These are books that are, um, well, they're not very enlightened from our perspective when it comes to race. Tell me about these books and your frustrations, please. They're racist. They're teaching our children 
on both sides, regardless of ethnicity or races or, 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 or race, that if you're black, it's okay to throw a tantrum and get what you want. Instead of telling the child, don't look at your color, succeed on your own. You have the capabilities to do it. Don't use race. They're teaching the, the, the children that the whites are hating a black child and a black child's hating the white because the child went to the library to get a library card and was denied one because only white children can take books out or white folks can take books out, not blacks. The book was written, it, it, was, it was published in, in 2018. It's a story that comes from the 1950s. The way they're explaining this book, children are actually thinking that this is occurring to, in today's age. This does not belong in our school system. It is causing division, hatred. They are lying and you are calling it out. And there are so many who support you and want to join you. Tatiana Ibrahim. Now I want to put your social media information up. People can find you that way. Uh, okay. You are vocal, you can't be stopped. No, I'm a tiger mom. <laughs> <laughs> we love it, we love it. Stay yeah. in touch. We'd yeah. love to talk to you again. Our best to your daughter, the sophomore. And to be, to be continued, Tatiana Ibrahim. So appreciate it. Thank you, Grant. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, Stinchfield is standing by. What's up, uh, Grant? How are you? I'm great, Greg. I love it. There's so many parents like her standing up across America now. It's actually refreshing to watch all of that unfold. So great work on, on that interview, Greg. Um, you probably heard about this AR-15 ban in California being tossed out by a federal judge tonight on the program. The Democrats now have a very interesting choice to make about if they want to appeal this decision and what could happen. Ultimately, it would be great for gun owners if they do. I'll spell all that out on the program tonight. Greg. Grant Stinchfield sounds awesome as usual. We'll see you then and uh, we'll be right back. Critical race theory, I believe, is a dangerous theory being thrust upon kids all over the country. It's nonsense, and there are opponents to this from all walks of life. Uh, two new friends to Newsmax. We have Corey Yeshua and his daughter, Royalty Yeshua. Welcome to you both. How are you guys? Uh, we're doing good. Listen, we're going to show the video that went viral. And uh, Royalty, I know you got to get to ballet practice, so we're not going to be able to talk to you as much as we'd like. Uh, but uh, you folks live in California. And uh, Corey had a few things to say along with you, Royalty. And uh, this went mega ultra viral. Take a look, everybody. Daddy teaches you you can be anything in this world that you want to be, right? Don't Daddy teach you that? Yeah, and it doesn't matter if, if you're black or white or any color. How we treat people is based on who yeah. they are and not and what color nice. they are. And if they're nice and smart. See, this is, how, this is how children think right here. Critical race theory wants to end that. My baby's gonna know that no matter what she wants to be in life, all she has to do is work hard. We need to stop CRT, period, point blank. Children do not see skin color, man. They love everybody. I love it. I love it. <laughs> they love everybody. And then they're taught to not love everybody. All right. So royalty's already off to ballet practice. But, uh, Corey, welcome. How long has this been on your mind? Um, uh, it's not something we heard much about not too long ago, this critical race theory. 
Right. Um, well, it started to come to my attention when my daughter was in um, class and they showed her a video on segregation. Um, it was like white only water fountains or something like that. And my daughter came home and she said, Daddy, why wasn't the white kid able to play with the black kid? So it started uh, with that. And then I started receiving different uh, emails and messages on my social media from parents and different teachers talking about, you know, different curriculums. So, yeah, that's that's when it was brought to my attention. So she was confused and you were able to enlighten her that uh, I, I assume that we don't have these problems anymore. But the school district from California, where you are to here in New York, they seem so focused on exacerbating these these divisions uh, or creating divisions where there are none. And it's it's mystifying to me. It wasn't like that when we went through school. Yeah. Um, and then when you look at what they were doing when they didn't want the kids to go back to school, they were saying it was only white parents that wanted their uh, kids in school. I was doing videos on that, too, and saying how ridiculous is that? No, us black parents want our children in schools as well. We want our children to learn as well. And now, you know, you see the critical race theory being pushed down our children's throats. And it's like, no, we don't want our children to look at each other. And the first thing they see is their race. The first thing they see is the person that's, quote unquote, oppressing them or the uh, their oppressors. Right. Because the black children are supposed to be looked at as the oppressed ones and the white children are supposed to be looked at as the oppressors. It is scary that they're pushing this. I want to show you that. People are pushing back, but quite frankly, maybe not enough. We have a map from across the country, the number of states that are actually pushing back against critical race theory uh, or where it's been banned. And quite frankly, not too many. Uh, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Idaho. That's three. And then a handful of states attempting to ban it. But you can see California, where you are, New York, a lot of pencil, a lot of <laughs> the country. This is going forward. And... Uh, Wow. Yeah, man. Um, I'm standing up. I'm telling people who I know to stand up that believe in Martin Luther King's message. And that is the content of your character is most important and not the color of your skin. Um, I see a lot of people standing up, man, on my social media. A lot of parents are saying they're going to stand up. A lot of teachers. Right. So we got to bring it to the school boards. We got to bring it to the government. You know, whoever's trying to push this down our children's throat. Hey, by the way, how old is Royalty? Royalty's six. Uh, she'll be seven next month. Well, she's so smart. You know, I heard what she said in the video. She wants to you judge people on whether they're nice, on whether they're smart, you know, things like that. Like things that, you know, we judge. You don't judge people based on what the people can't control. I can't control I'm white. You can't control your ethnicity. Why are we focused on the things that we can't control, that, that we had no role in choosing? Right. We were born these colors. We were born these races. It, it doesn't make any sense, man, especially to push that on children. It's like they're trying to get them early so that it's hard to unbrainwash them. You know, once you get that set in a child's mind that their color is the most important thing, how do you get that out of them? It's going to take a lot. Well, Corey, let's keep the conversation going. I'm so glad that you're on social media in a big, big, big way. Let's go ahead and put that up again. TikTok, which is something I got to get into. Uh, you can find it <laughs> at Corey Yeshua, and uh, maybe you'll see royalty there as well. Give her our best when she gets back from ballet, and uh, we really appreciate it, Corey. Many thanks. 
Thank you so much. God bless you guys. God bless. We'll be right back. School systems across the country, major media companies seem to be so intent on rewriting our history and presenting America as a fundamentally bad place. President Trump, while he was president, had a great idea to reverse that false narrative and set up something called the 1776 Commission. A brilliant idea. Uh, here he is announcing it uh, some time ago. Unfortunately, the Biden administration, this is one of the first things they undid. I'm also pleased to announce that I will soon sign an executive order establishing a national commission to promote patriotic education. It will be called the 1776 Commission. We will reclaim our history and our country for citizens of every race, color, religion, and creed. Critical race theory is being forced into our children's schools. This is a Marxist doctrine, holding that America is a wicked and racist nation, that even young children are complicit in oppression, and that our entire society must be radically transformed. Indeed, indeed. Here's a mild definition of critical race theory. It says white supremacy is everywhere, but this is a more academic uh, version. Academic discipline that seeks to understand how racism has shaped U.S. law and how those laws have continued to impact the lives of non-white people. Take a look at this. This is a page right out of the uh, critical race theory playbook in Loudoun County Public Schools. According to uh, what's being taught, the privileged are men, white people, Christians, heterosexuals, the oppressed, Women, children, people of color, non-Christians, lesbian, gay, bisexual, queer, gender non-conforming individuals. This is all nonsense, of course, but uh, it's taking hold. Fortunately, there are some people who are pushing back. We've been meeting them throughout the show and uh, throughout our programming here on Newsmax. One of them is Ryan Gurdusky. He is the president of the 1776 Project PAC Political Action Committee, Ryan, uh, welcome to Newsmax. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. So we saw the commission. It evaporated, unfortunately, under the Biden administration, one of the first things they got rid of. How will the PAC work? How's it going to go down? So the PAC is fundraising right now, and we're going through school districts to look at candidates who are running for school board who are opposed to critical race theory. And then as election time grows closer, we're going to campaign on behalf of candidates who support critical race theory and oppose candidates who promote critical race theory in school boards across the country. You know, you saw, maybe you saw that uh, woman Tatiana Ibrahim spoke so boldly and powerfully against what's happening to her school board. And I've heard more and more that conservatives need to get involved at the school board level. Smart conservatives, God bless them, but they all want to run for the Senate. <laughs> they, they're, not, they're not terribly interested sometimes at the granular level. And that's, that's a very important level. Right. And I have 15 years experience working campaigns. I don't have a background in education. I don't have the means to start my own school. And I think for decades, conservatives sat there and focused more on school choice, which is still important. But 
most children will always go to public school. Curriculum is the battle, and liberals understood that for a very long time. And I think that activists, we need to push against activists, but also people who are trying to go along to get along, who are on school boards, they need to know they'll be on check. That mailers and digital ads we run in their communities, going to their neighbors' homes, if they sit there and vote with critical race theorists, that sit there and say this country is inherently racist, white people, Western civilization um, are inherently racist, and there's nothing they could do about it. It is all the punitive forms of religion, but none of the things like salvation or forgiveness or redemption. And bear in mind, critical race theory is not a historical analysis simply on history. It is an activist doctrine to try to re engineer the way society works based on race and with Marxist overtones. I'm glad there are people like you out there fighting this. Uh, my concern is there aren't enough. And we can look at a map from coast to coast. Only a handful of, not even a handful, two or three states have banned it. Only a few are fighting it. This seems to be gathering momentum in huge swaths of this country. What is it going to take to turn that around? You know, in the first, it's been, I've launched 1776 Project PAC two weeks ago. So far, over 600 people donated over $50,000. Hundreds of people email me saying they're interested in running for school board or want to talk about their school boards and how they've been promoting it. And I think that it's literally trying to start, going to try to sit there and reform them. There are lots of school boards who are not pushing this, and it's and conservative activists need to find textbooks and outside documents that they can push for curriculum changes in the areas that are welcoming of it. And people like me who have to fight back, we need to challenge these people. A lot of people run for school board, they're nonpartisan, they're moms and dads or, or recent graduates or grandparents who just want to help. I want to be there to help them. This is my entire life is working on campaigns. I can do mail campaigns and digital mailers and digital ads to sit there and try to help push their candidacy along. Most people pros, oppose critical race theory, and it's just about getting the message out there and finding the candidates who could do it. Awesome. Good luck. Stay in touch. Let us know how we can help, how I can help. Ryan Gerdusky, president of the 1776 Project PAC. We appreciate it to be continued, and we'll be right back. We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. So the richest guy in the world, Jeff Bezos, is going to outer space in a couple of weeks? That's pretty cool. If I were a billionaire, I'd make similar arrangements. He's taking his brother. Now, it's a brief trip, a suborbital space ride. But folks, we're going back to the moon. It really is feeling and looking that way, and I think that's great. We haven't been to the moon since 1972. If I were rich enough, I'd build my own rocket. I'd love to see it. Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Stand by for Grant, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow.